welcome to this special solo episode of the Fan Podcast. I'm DJ Go. And, and yeah, that's it. Just me. Just me today. No Sean, no Chris. We uh, we had planned on getting together to do something, and it's... Here's the crazy thing about doing this. It's, it's obviously, you'd want to get one out every week, but when you have three grown adults with really complex jobs, some more complex than others, obviously... I'm probably the least complex, but um, just schedules don't line up, man. It's un- it's unfortunate, and when you throw all the holiday stuff in, it makes it even worse, which sucks because my favorite thing in the world to do is to get together with those two chuckleheads and bitch them on about Netflix and stuff like that. It's kind of what I live for. But nonetheless, um, some stuff happened over the since the last time we recorded an episode. A uh, big chunk of stuff that only I care about. So I figured, why not? So it's going to be the Fan Man Podcast. We'll just go by myself. Um, so once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, all that kind of good stuff. We're on everywhere. iHeartRadio, Amazon, uh, Apple, you know, all, all the things. So every time you do one of those, it does help more people see us and helps us grow. Okay, so like I said, a whole bunch of stuff came up. Um, first off, uh, trailer came out today for, uh, the new Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop 4, um, Netflix is doing, uh, the latest movie, which has gone through, I, I mean, this thing's been in play for like, I want, I feel like 20 years now. Uh, the last time it was supposed to happen, it was going to be, um, Eddie Murphy's son, I think, um, and they kind of thank God. It seems like they've ditched that whole thing, because uh, the you know kind of like the the famous '80s and '90s movie characters, kids taking over the uh, taking over the mantle tropes, kind of been done to death. I mean, like as much as I love Jesse T. Usher, that Shaft movie was horrible. But Brandon ja- T. Jackson from like Percy Jackson and um, Tropic Thunder was supposed to play Axel Foley's kid at one point in time, and that all got scratched. So. So they, you heard this thing was coming out, and you never knew because, um, ever since kind of Eddie Murphy, I want to say like came back, but you know he he took a lot of time off. He came back and he's hit some home runs. Like My Name Is Dolomite, possibly one of the best things you can watch on Netflix. Uh, the fact that he he probably should have won something for that, at least nominated for like an Oscar or something. That movie is killer. Um, so Netflix decided to throw him another one. And um, they're doing Beverly Hills Cop. So, had no expectations, really. And the trailer kicks in, and it looks, you know, very modern action-y. But here, here's here's the best part about it. Paul Reiser's back. Uh, you know, Judge back. Uh, you know, Judge Reinhold's back. Uh, Bronson Pinchot's back. And it's just, it's... Man, it looks like Beverly Hills Cop. He's got the lion's jacket, the whole, you know, the whole nine, the music. Um... You know, the line about being arrested twice, but he broke out kind of thing. It, uh, it looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, like, Eddie Murphy can be surprising. Like, I was really worried when Coming to America 2 came out of my, jeez, two and a half years ago now? God, crazy. But that ended up being pretty good for what it is. And, um, I hold Coming to America in a higher regard than any of the Beverly Hills Cops. Um, that's not a slight against Beverly Hills Cop, but to me, Coming to America is a, top five comedy movie of all time. Um, it's, I mean, it's like National Film Registry kind of stuff. So this one looks pretty decent. 
it looks like he's um you know they kind of let him do his thing so but the thing that got me was Bronson Pinchot's back I love Bronson Pinchot big cousin Balky guy so that um that looks really good um also another new trailer came out today for a movie called If with Ryan Reynolds it's a movie about a guy who grows up and his imaginary friends come back looks pretty cool uh the voice cast I can't even name them all it's it's an insane voice cast uh John Krasinski directed it and you know if you've seen Quiet Place and some of the other stuff he's done you know he's he's a very good director so that that looks like a lot of fun too that's a theatrical release um I will go see it just because I hold the slightest hope that somewhere in this movie there is if not a name drop at least an easter egg for Drop Dead Fred Drop Dead Fred is the greatest imaginary friend movie ever made, and it would be a shame if it wasn't in there. But nonetheless, it looks good. You know, his uh, his imaginary friend is this big purple fuzzy guy and stuff. It just Steve Carell voices him. It looks cute. So, so a couple new trailers, which is nice because I don't think we're getting a whole lot of new stuff next year. Um, I mean, they did kick some things like Dune into twenty twenty four, and they're trying to ramp it up now. But it's a barren wasteland of movies next year. It seems. Uh, speaking of uh, wasteland movies. And Eddie Murphy um, had the uh, pleasure, I guess you could call it, of watching um, Candy Cane Lane, Eddie Murphy's um, Christmas movie he did for Amazon Prime. Um, On the surface, you know, Christmas movies are hit or miss. I'm not a Christmas guy. If you listen to the show, you know Christmas is not really my thing. But also, Eddie Murphy film movies are usually pretty killer. Um, Daddy Daycare made a ton of money. Nutty Professor, Dr. Doodle. So he's got a very good rep on family stuff. And on the surface, I mean, Nick Offerman's in it. And everyone knows how much I love Ron Swanson. And he plays a toy. So it should be right up my alley. Movie was fucking horrible. Horrible. Um, if it didn't have Eddie Murphy in it, it would have been relegated to ABC Family. Uh, a complete piece of trash. Horrible CGI. Horrible. Um, horrible villain. Um, just the whole thing just sucked. It just, it was a complete phone in. That was the, uh, you owed us one for making coming to America. I think it was just so bad. So if you have something to do this holiday season, do not watch candy cane lane. Please instead go back and watch something good. Um, peanuts, Ralphie, Scrooged, um, health, the kids run around popping violent night, which is in my top three curses rotation now. Uh, yes, I'm drinking iced coffee at uh, 8 o'clock at night because I have to work again tonight, so why not? I'm a grown-up. Okay, so um, speaking of I'm a grown-up, uh, video game news. We don't do a lot of video game talk because, I don't know. I don't know why we don't, actually, but uh, there's been a bunch of new games recently. I know uh, Chris and I both own the new Spider-Man. It's phenomenal. He's farther into it than me. Uh, season 3 of Mortal Kombat dropped today. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 has been an amazing fighting game so far with great great um, add-ons. The God of War Ragnarok Valhalla DLC drops this week for PlayStation. Can't go wrong with that. But the two things that I'm really excited about right now, one I own and one's coming out. Um, I was I picked up... So I can't believe they, they remade this game, but they did a remaster of Mario RPG which if you are a 90s kid and you had a Super Nintendo, it was the first time 
that Nintendo ever licensed the Mario character out to another studio. They gave it to Square. Because they had done a ton of stuff with Square. Final Fantasies and... I think they did Dragon Warrior and all, all kinds of stuff, right? So basically, Mario RPG was a Final Fantasy III clone with the Mario characters. And they introduced a bunch of new characters and a bunch of bad guys. Uh, some stuff exclusive to that game. Some stuff has carried over. But uh, super fond memories of this game. And if you're not one who knows how to emulate stuff, which you shouldn't because that's against copyright law and you should never, ever do that. You should always pay for everything. Um, to find a copy of Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo in good shape, especially, God, God forbid, if you want the friggin' box and the fucking book and everything, lots of money, not easy to find. So, Switch came out and they did a, they did a remaster. Changed some mechanics, whatever, you know, didn't really stray too far from the formula. And I must say, um, the game is delightful. It is, um, I mean, it's not the hardest game. And some people like online are shitting on it. It's like, this game used to be a lot harder. Well, dude, you used to be nine fucking years old. So there's that. I mean, when you're in your late 30s, early 40s, a game like Mario RPG that's built off a 16-bit engine, you should crush it. It wasn't that hard. But it's just the point, it's 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 nice to get some of these remasters. Not only because the fact that some of these classic cartridges are expensive, but also to get like a Super Nintendo to work on today's modern TVs and sound settings, it's a pain in the ass. It's just easier for them to remaster it, charge me my 50, 60 bucks and just give it to me. So um, if you're looking for something to play on the, Ninten- on the Nintendo Switch, Mario RPG is a very, very good option. Um, if you're a Mario guy and you don't want to go RPG, uh, we have Mario Wonder also. And that is, again, a very good game because it's very rare you get a bad Mario game. Um, they have an amazing track record. Honestly, I mean, going back, like, can you tell me a shitty Mario game? Some people may say Sunshine from the GameCube. I think you're out of your goddamn mind. Sunshine's probably my favorite one, but whatever. Um, Also in video game news, uh, the Suicide Squad Kills the Just League game is coming. Um, Anyone who was following that, it did get kind of scrapped a little bit because it was going to be this uh, microtransactioned just shithole. So they took some criticism and then went back and revamped it. Uh, demo came out. You can switch between all the characters. Um, they showed some footage of like the fight when you fight John Stewart Green Lantern and fight in the Flash. Game looks friggin' bonkers, man. Um, you get to play as Harley, Boomerang, Deadshot, and uh, King Shark. And basically Brainiac has infected the Justice League. And you have to kill the Justice League to save everybody. Um, a very cool concept. And the fact that the fact that DC's even letting them make a game that uh, that has that concept is is mind boggling to me. But it looks super duper cool. Uh, hopefully, it's it's way more Arkham City than it is, say Arkham Origin or I, I guess Titans. People people ragged on that Titans game. I liked it. It wasn't overly hard or overly creative or anything like that, but. I enjoy those characters. I like playing through it. And, you know, this game too, it's, it is going to be an online thing and they'll probably be like skins you can buy and color palettes you can buy and all that kind of stuff. But they did say that after it gets released, there'll be a, like a advanced story mode patch or whatever. So you can play it offline. So there's that. And, um, if you're a game person and you're like, Hey, he hasn't brought up Grand Theft Auto six. I just don't give a shit. I've never been into Grand Theft Auto. 
I understand it sells more than anything. I know people that have bought Grand Theft Auto Five multiple times. Hell, when I worked at GameStop, I I swear to God, I sold this one guy Grand Theft Auto Five ten times. People just wear that game out. I I understand why. Um, I understand the appeal for it. Just I I never got into it. It wasn't my thing. I like I'd rather go with like a licensed game or like a good RPG or whatever. But that's just me. Okay, uh, more news. Um, you know, we one thing we do here, because we're all fat guys and fat guys at heart on the show, um, we do talk food quite a bit. Uh, the good folks at McDonald's have um, have had a banger couple weeks here. Uh, number one, the adult Happy Meals came back this week. What is an adult Happy Meal? Well, it's exactly that. It's a Happy Meal that contains a um, either a Big Mac or a 10-piece nugget. And a toy for adults. Um, and this toy was special because, so I, it's, you know, McDonald's does this whole, like, uh, you know, meal based on some hip-hop music guy. Like, they had, like, a Cardi B cheeseburger meal. And was it the BTS one? It was, like, the Korean pop band. And it just had, like, a weird sauce in it or whatever. I don't know. There's this guy, Kerwin Frost, I think his name is. Um, I will fully admit, I have no fucking clue who this guy is. Nor do I care, actually. It just... That doesn't matter to me. Um, but one thing I will say is, bless his heart, he somehow talked McDonald's into bringing back arguably the second greatest Happy Meal toy of all time. So if you grew up in the 80s or 90s, um, Happy Meals, and you were looking for to get Happy Meals, Happy Meal toys used not to, you know, these should not be licensed things. There wasn't Hot Wheels and all that kind of stuff. I mean, every now and then you get stuff. You get your Muppet Babies or your Berenstein Bears and stuff like that, but... There's a lot of original stuff using the McDonald's characters. And besides the McDonald's Transformers, which was like a milkshake that turned into a robot and a Big Mac turned to a robot, I understand. Those are the best. I'm not trying to argue it. Second best is probably the McNugget Buddies. What is the McNugget Buddy, you might ask? A McNugget Buddy is a little McNugget with a face on it that has a little, like, snap-in outfit. There was, like, a pirate, and there was a witch, and there was, like, a scuba diver... And just some other crazy stuff like that. So, this dude brought back McNugget Buddies. Um, I don't know who the characters are. I think it's just stuff he made up from whatever his his art setup is, whatever. One of them is him, which is cool. There's like an ice guy, and there's like, um, I, I don't even know if there is a, a, you know, a kid with like a backwards hat and stuff like that. And But I, I you know, drank the Kool-Aid, and I went up to McDonald's and got myself an adult Happy Meal, and... Um, the it was worth it just for the toy the uh mcnugget buddy was it was it was just nice to see those things they you know i'm a sucker for nostalgia they brought back such great memories so good so good and even you know mr anti-chuffa mr you know frozen heart chris davis went out and got himself a fucking adult happy meal and of course he pulled the i think the rarest of the the mcnugget buddies the uh the guy, the guy himself, because that's what Chris does. Chris, he balls out no matter what he does. But um, so that was kind of cool. Um, so if 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 you remember McNugget Buddies, it's worth it to go get one of these things. They're blind packs. You don't know which one you're going to get. But it's just it was um, it was a nice little tug on the heartstrings. Honestly, um, another thing McDonald's has done is McDonald's is rolling out, and it might not be in your area, but uh. A couple McDonald's in my area have switched to this new model is they're switching the burger cooking process. 
And, um, I mean, it's still the same frozen, you know, tiny, super thin as a piece of paper McDonald's hamburger. But they're cooking it with onions now. And I don't know if it's like a... I think it might be a higher temperature on the grill, so there's a better sear on them. And then they, you know, they have a... I saw the guy doing it. They have like a shaker with like the little, you know, hamburger onions that Sean loves so much. And they throw the hamburger onions in there and they close the grill... And they put them in the trays with the onions on them. And um, I had a Big Mac, man, and you really notice it. I'm not going to say... I mean, it makes it a little bit better. But it's um, it's a nice change because, you know, McDonald's... I mean, I love McDonald's, but it has gotten a little stale over the years. But the burgers are definitely juicier. A little bit crispier, too, on the edges because of the searing technique. Which, in the age where everyone's doing smash burgers and stuff like that... You know, I understand why they're doing it. It's um, it's it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Like I would still, I mean, I I wish we had up in the northeast some of the other places that do better stuff, like your In and Outs and your Culvers and stuff like that. But it's um, it's not bad. So, uh, like you really, I mean, you can't really notice it in the Big Mac that much because of all the other all the other truff on it. But and like a McDouble or something, mm, not too bad, not too bad at all. So, uh, that's your, uh, McDonald's minute, <laughs> I guess for right now. So, uh, again, uh, new burgers, not bad. New hat meal toys. Very, very good. Okay. So meat of this episode is that everyone, hopefully everyone has listened before. If you haven't welcome, thank you for listening to me rant and rave. Everyone knows I'm a huge toy guy. I am a, a, addicted to action figures, like legit, like I have I cannot go a month without buying a new toy. I just can't do it. I get, I get my eye starts to twitch and my fingers get tingly and, you know, my chest tightens up and I just, I, I have to. It's, it's my thing. Ugh. Hasbro. Hasbro um, Toy Company. New England staple for many, many years. Um, had a massive, massive announcement this week. Uh, what was that announcement? It's 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 bad, obviously. Um, Hasbro is not only laying off eleven hundred workers, like twenty something percent of all their workforce. They're also not renewing the lease on their flagship headquarters in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, the Hasbro building is a kind of iconic down there. It's right across from the convention center. Uh, you know, you got the big Hasbro sign, like the My Little Pony banners and the Transformers banners, and all that kind of stuff. So they're bagging out. So what does this mean? No one really knows yet. Um, There are all kinds of theories out there. Uh, Number one, a big, huge chunk of the staff that are laid off, because I'm not sure if people know this, but the Hasbro Toy Company, so the guys who do Mr. Potato Head, also um, years ago purchased Wizards of the Coast. So they own Magic the Gathering and Dungeons & Dragons. A huge amount of the layoffs were in the Dungeons and Dragons and Magic departments, like the art department and all that kind of stuff. So what does that mean? A lot of people think it means that going forward, your Magic card art and your D&D art is all going to be AI generated. Um, it's not confirmed, obviously, but that's that's the thought. Um, if that's the if that's the case, that sucks because you know, especially like Magic cards, the arts, you know. It's phenomenal. Like, the art's some of the best part of trading cards. 
Um, but it also, it sucks because it just kind of goes to show that, you know, this, while it's, it's fun to do it on, you know, on Instagram, so you can like, you know, change your photos, make yourself look like a, you know, like a raptor or the fuck you do. This AI shit, man, it's, it's coming for jobs and, uh, that's not good. Um, I mean, and not only that, I mean, like, like have people never seen fucking Terminator? Like, it's just, it's not a good idea to let these things make decisions for you. It's just really not it's fucking stupid, but you very well could have a set of magic cards or an entire D and D creature book come out that is 100% AI generated art and written, which means it's going to sound funky too. Cause it writes fucking horribly, but so that's, that's, that's one part of this. Um, the other part is it's going to, if you're a toy person, it's very much probably going to hinder development. You're not going to have as many people to sculpt stuff and test stuff out and all, all that kind of stuff. So not that like, you know, t they reinvent the wheel with these toys, but it, um, it probably hurts the, adv the advancement and things like 3d scanning and stuff like that. Hasbro also, um, stopped the, they had a thing called the selfie series, which was you use your phone app to scan your face and they put your head on an action figure and they had just like, I had done it before a while ago and it, it didn't come out great, but just a little, uh, during, um, Comic-Con they had updated the app and they had also added features to allow for like 3d sculpted beards and glasses, which is what, you know, anyone who has ever seen my face, that's what I need to distinguish myself because I'm just I'm just a ball guy without it. I need the giant red beard and the glasses, and they had that. But those those went away too. So I don't know what the what the fuck they're doing over there. But it's 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 amazing that a company who with the licensing that they have and the the properties they own can't figure it out. It's crazy. So what what went wrong with Hasbro? And and obviously Hasbro's not bankrupt or nothing. They're not disappearing, but Obviously, there's a there's a very they're having very big shifts where other toy companies are not. So let's talk about some of the things that have happened with Hasbro. Um, what went wrong? Number one, pricing. They took their pricing structure way left field. Um, obviously, everyone knows that uh, you know shit's more expensive nowadays. You know the thing on Facebook, Kevin McAllister went grocery shopping today, he'd be spending seventy five bucks. And that's true. She's more, she's more expensive. It is. <coughs> Hasbro went too far. Um, the the need to, I feel it's almost like in, in, in I'm sure like one day Chris and Sean will slap me for this because I'm talking business stuff and I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm gonna say words that are gonna make them cringe. Probably it's probably gonna hurt freaking Chris's soul, but. Um, there's been reports that what they decided to do was, um, increase margins on things they were selling, uh, to make up for the lack of stuff that wasn't selling, which we'll get into in a minute. And you got to the point where me, who's an avid Star Wars collector, they pumped up Star Wars figures, like $28 a piece for Black Series figures. Hell, the little vintage collection ones were up to like $16.99. And then what they started doing was figures who normally back in the day wouldn't be considered a quote-unquote deluxe figure. They made deluxe just because they could. And they were charging 35 bucks for them. 
droids and Wookiees and stuff like that. Absolutely fucking asinine and an absolute slap in the fucking face to anyone who has literally purchased their products over the years. It's, it was a big, a big fuck you, basically. Uh, so why do they need to make up prices? Well, here's the other thing. Clearance is killing Hasbro. Um, for every Transformer in G.I. Joe that they've made, um, you have a whole bunch of shit that just didn't sell. So not all their fault, but, you know, they are... They, they, so number one, they have, they have licensing deals with Marvel and Disney. Everyone knows right now, Marvel and Disney, as much as it hates, pains me to talk bad about the mouse, really kind of bottoming it out with stuff. Um, if you have in our area, it's an Ollie's, um, if you live out west, like in Arizona, it's like a Ross dress for less or if you, a TJ Maxx or a Burlington coat factory or any of the other places that do like a big watch, whatever. These fucking places are stacked to the ceiling with Wakanda Forever, Lightyear, Doctor Strange, all these weird Marvel Legend lines that they did. Um, it's uh, Mandalorian, Bo-Katan, crazy stuff because they did Bo-Katan everything. Um, all that galactic hero Star Wars stuff that didn't sell. I mean, piles and piles. I like my Ollie's, which is not a very big Ollie's. We were there for, um, they had like a, a always member day. So it was like this 25% toy sale and the place was getting gutted. Everything except for all the Wakanda Forever stuff. I mean, we're talking, they must have had a thousand of those Shuri Copter things. All the figures, no one's touching them. So Hasbro had a point in time where for like from COVID on, no one bought any of this shit. And when you even go into the Marvels, you know, we, we had a episode where we, we went off about the Marvels. Chris liked it, but the Marvels figures, I don't think ever even ended up coming out. I saw prototypes form. I saw releases form. Never saw one in the stores. It just disappeared. And then even like stuff that you think would sell, like the um, X-Men 97 cartoon figures for the show that's coming out. I went the other day to Target. They already had Magneto and Wolverine on clearance. Why? Because they're 29 fucking dollars. And no, like, it's just, you can't sell a kid a $29 action figure. And it's like, stuff like that, it's it's like, it's a cartoon. It's not overly detailed. It's based off a 90s animation style. So it's like this, like, crazy, intricate sculpt kind of thing. And there's no need for it to be that that price. So they so there's that. Another massive fuck you that Hasbro pulled was Hasbro, you know, I understand, you know, I love the planet we live on too and all this stuff. They went on this little friggin' tirade to um to remove plastic from packaging. Because plastic kills the world. I get it. Whatever. You know? Um, and they put all the figures in just plain cardboard boxes with pictures on them. No windows. I would guess... Mm, and I'm in, a lot, like, I'm in a lot of toy groups. I know a lot of toy people. 60-40 of adult toy collectors are... In box collectors. What the fuck's the point of buying a $30 figure if you can't see it in the box? It's it's just... And then on, on top of that, uh, these things have no plastic packaging. It was very easy for people to go into a Walmart and just pop the bottom of the box open and rip the fucking figure out and take it. The G.I. Joes did it. The G.I. Joes... Like, I, I went to Target once 
and they had all the Target exclusive G.I. Joe like troopers, all the fucking boxes were empty because it's quiet. There's, you know, you just pop the people were just popping the bottom open and just ripping the figure, the figures in the bag of freaking accessories out and just walking out with them. Um, also, all the Marvel Legends stuff, those all ended up on clearance too. Those all ended up at Wally's or Ollie's. And, like, I just don't get it. Like, I do not understand. So, you're trying to save plastic by selling me a giant fucking chunk of plastic. Like, the whole fucking thing is plastic. So, a little window on the box, what difference does that make? I I don't, like, you want to take away all the fucking crazy plastic zip ties and shit that the figures attach? That's fine, cool, do that. But you're not going to give me a window on the box? So, I can't see what I'm buying? Let alone, like, you know, if even if you do open them... People still want the windows because of their shitty quality control. Especially like on the Marvel Legends stuff and the Star Wars stuff. Like the paint jobs got fucking so sloppy for a while there. And they were just absolute fucking trash. So those three things together, you know, I know a lot of adult collectors that just had rope pissed right off. And it's funny, you know, they're doing all this stuff with like the packaging and the fucking pricing. And like the weird fucking wave assortments like... A wave assortment is, you know, how they pack the boxes. You know, he's like, oh, hey, you know, this quarter, these five characters come out. And we put them all in a box. There's two of him and one of him and one of him and three of him. They were shipping, like, I hate to pick on the poor guy, but just boxes of, like, Lando Calrissian. Which is why if you go to a Walmart, it's a fun game. Go into a Walmart anywhere you're at, right? A Walmart or a Target. And um, bring a bring a bottle of booze. And for every time you see a Lando Calrissian... Or a sixth sister, what uh, ninth sister, whatever, um, Reva from Obi Wan Kenobi. Do a shot, and you'll be fucking hammered in about five minutes because that's all that's in these stores. Piles of Lando Calrissian, piles of Reva, or the fucker name was, because they shipped just full boxes of just those characters for some reason. I don't know. Um, same thing with the uh, the GI Joes. Like there's stores that literally got nothing but like Mary J. I I don't get it. I, I don't get it at all. So, all kinds of bad decisions on Hasbro's. And, and knowing that, like, you have... It was the Transformers, too. Like, you see trans, like, Transformers just never go on clearance. Transformers were going on clearance. It's the same thing. It's, you know, you'd have people buying, like, the big, big, like, you know, uh, like, Titan-class Transformers. And just taking them home, opening the box, swapping it with, like, I don't know, like a rock or whatever the hell you want to put in the box and bringing it back to the store. It was just, it was so stupid. And it pissed off so many people. And, you know, Mattel didn't have this problem. You know, Mattel, you know, they're, they're doing okay. Master Universe, WWE. I mean, and they have stuff go to clearance, all that stuff. But they just, they have better will with collectors. And McFarlane, I mean, McFarlane never went, McFarlane figures are still $20. And the sculpts are better. The packaging is gorgeous. The colors are great. The paint qualities, you know, I think the quality control on a lot of the McFarlane stuff is better than Hasbro's. And now the other thing too is, you know, Hasbro's trying to play, you know, playing the, you know, in the adult collector space, which they should. They have Star Wars and and stuff like that and Marvel. But like when you have a $38 Death Trooper from Mandalorian or not Death Trooper, but the, the fucking robot trooper from Mandalorian. I'm going to pay tw- like $2 more. I'll just go buy a NECA figure. 
because the NECA stuff is gorgeous. The gargoyles and the horror guys and the Frankensteins and Draculas and Back to the Future and all the shit that NECA does. It's like, I don't know. I just, honestly, they just, so many decisions. I just don't understand what the fuck they were thinking. And I'm sure like it's on a spreadsheet somewhere and it makes sense to business people, but I don't know. Obviously, in this case, they were wrong. The toy people were right because they brought back the windows in the box. They realized, oh, we done fucked up. Windows are back in the box. And the last couple waves, the assortments are way different. So hopefully things get back on track. But it's, it's, it's a sad day um, for, you know, not like toy coach, but I'm, I'm a New Englander. You know, it's I have family who used to work at Hasbro forever. So, I mean, I always grew up, we drove through what I wanted. Oh, there's the Hasbro sign. It was kind of like, I don't know, it's a big thing. Like, we always had the Hasbro building and we had WWF headquarters or WWE headquarters. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's sad. I mean, I'm hoping that they're going to stay in the area and there's going to be a, a, maybe a smaller Hasbro building, but I don't know. I wish they get out, like, get their shit together. Cause, like, I mean, even do they, they, they did, a, you know, they do their Haslab Kickstarters. And, you know, they've done some great stuff. Like, I have the Proton Pack. It's gorgeous. They just did the Ghostbusters trap. But they did a, they tried to do a Rancor for Star Wars. And it failed so fucking miserably. Can you imagine, like, a Star Wars toy couldn't sell 10,000 units to get kickstarted? A Star Wars toy. It, it's just, it's, it's mind-numbing. And then they did one for Giant Man for Marvel. And it didn't, I think, like, it was, like, the last hour, it barely crossed the 10,000 mark. And there's a lot of people, myself included, who think that it didn't really even have enough to fund it. They just said, fuck it. Just move the meter on the website and make it anyway. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, they made a bunch of dog shit, really. I mean, except all those, these Marvel Legend figures, like the Doctor Strange ones, there would be boxes of just, what the fuck's your name? America Chavez. Because she was going to be the new big thing. No one gave two shits about America Chavez. No one fucking cared. Or like, um, you know, doc, uh, clear blue, like, uh, projection Doctor Strange. What the fuck kid wants to play with that? Everyone wanted was the fucking zombie Doctor Strange. I don't think they even made a figure for it. Or like Baron Mordor. Mordor's in the, Baron Mordor's in the fucking show for, in the movie for like 10 seconds. And it's the exact same fucking figure as the first Doctor Strange with, with, with like longer hair. And they made a shit ton of those. It's like, who the fuck were you making this stuff for? And then like, I understand with like the Black Panther movie, it's like, the, the guy died. There's not much you could do, right? But like, I mean, you like, the fucking figures were horrible. The toys were horrible. It's just a bunch of just stupid looking shit. Like these Titan class giant $10 things that don't move and so fucking stupid. But they're paying for it now, and I mean, and for a while, all toy collectors paid because said the the, the boxing was just absolutely ridiculous. Okay, so we talked about Eddie Murphy, video games, cheeseburgers, and toys. So basically, hit all the um, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all the stuff. What else we got going? I'm trying to think. Anything else? Oh yeah, so the um. It's the thirteenth, uh, the fourteenth, right now of December. So coming up pretty soon, we have, um, and we'll we'll get into full reviews for him. So tomorrow, uh, the new Wonka movie comes out. Um, I'm like not, I want to say like excited for it, but like I'm gonna go see it. Um, Willy Wonka, not that Johnny Depp 
Tim Burton bullshit, but yeah, you know, like most people, the Gene Wilder, Roy Wonka, it's a special place in my heart. And I'm just, I'm interested. Um, like I'm not a big Timothy Chalamet fan or whatever. I think it should have been like the dude from, uh, it's the fucking kid from Shameless in the bear. Chris would yell me right now. Cause I know he's into that show. He should have played Willy Wonka. But I'll still go check that out. Um, and then next week, I think um, Reacher's coming out. I'm fucking way into Reacher. I love Reacher season one. And uh, The Boy season four is coming up pretty soon, too. And I, um, dude, friggin' the uh, the last show that came out, the Gen V, was killer. Um, if we do the fannies this year, there's a very good chance that, um, yeah, very good chance that that's going to be in, in, uh, in one of my, on one of my lists. Oh, speaking of Hasbro, they just announced the second wave of X-Men 97 figures. There's Cyclops. There's the Goblin Queen, which is a weird figure. Jean Grey. Uh, like a Acolytes Magneto. That is absolutely fucking killer. Oh, and a Nightcrawler. Ooh, these are these are nice. Oh, Executioner. That's a weird pull. Yeah, Google um, Marvel Legends uh, X-Men 97 Wave 2. The Cyclops is gorgeous they them and they're all really nice so they do is they make nice products if they just fucking did the little things the right way and didn't piss everyone off they'd probably be fine so but anyway um try to see if there's anything else you miss a oh, boy season four da, 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 da. oh um now nah, we won't get that andre brower died which is unfortunate um i was a huge brooklyn 99 fan it's also a huge fan of uh homicide life on the street back in the day and now the two best characters from that show andre brower and you know in in muncher are, are gone so that's that's unfortunate 61 too that's crazy crazy young but uh he was awesome i mean captain holt go back and watch like you know some of those like uh captain holt compilations uh what a fucking character that was captain holt was an amazing character amazing so if you've never watched brooklyn 99 some people i know are are, are anti andy sandberg but it's 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 an amazing show it's, it's very much worth a watch so okay so top three this week um it's kind of hard because i'm by myself um so i was thinking maybe we do a top three people that should play sean in a live action movie about sean we could do that that would be fun um you know, I mean, the list of people is endless. Mario Cantone, Judy Dench. You know, there's all kinds of people, right? Roseanne. Roseanne would make a good show. Um, but we're going to go with, um, we'll keep it in the toy realm, right? So, because it's hard for me to talk about toys and stuff because the other guys aren't really into it. So we're going to do, we're going to do my top three, top three individual figures of 2023. So this is uh, a single item, not a whole line. Um, I understand that this is an audio presentation, um, but if you'd like to Google any of these images to see what they look like, you'll understand why. Okay, my number three comes from the world of G.I. Joe. It's going to be uh, the it's going to be Zartan, the master of disguise from Cobra, but it's the Walmart retro edition of Zartan. This figure is absolutely gorgeous. Um, whether he's on card or whether he's open. Um, the, the paint application, all the figures I've ever seen, like the ones I have especially are amazing. And just something about the way his armor sculpted out 
it's just it's it's really good. And I even like it better than the the standard classified Zart- Zartan. Um, because he has like that, he's got the modern sculpt, but he still kind of he's got the retro look, and that's just that's what I think is cool about the the classic figures because it's the the modern updated sculpt with the colors you recognize from the cartoon. So uh, number three is Zartan. Uh, number two, I have to go with the McFarlane DC figure, and it's very hard to pick one because again, almost everything he makes is a banger. He, the the eighty five Batman's that come out every month aside, but. I'm thinking once is kind of weird for me because I usually don't like the crossover stuff when they do these like horror events with DC, like deceased and things like that. So DC did a vampire series, um, DC versus vampires. Um, I didn't read it because again, not my thing, but Walmart had another Walmart exclusive. I hate the fact that Walmart gets all this good shit, makes it so hard to find. There's a McFarlane vampire, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. This thing is fucking sick. Like his hair sculpt. His hair is like green fire. Um, it's just the the detail on the face. It's just, it's, it's fucking insane. It's like, I wasn't going to get it at first. I mean, first I was like, oh, it's Green Lantern. I'll buy it because Green Lantern's my favorite guy. And I wasn't going to do it because of the vampire stuff. But the uh, the the sculpt and uh, paint quality on this thing was so good, I had to pick one up. And uh, I'm glad I did because it disappeared super fast. Super fast. Okay, number one. Uh, best toy of 2023. Um, this one is a no-brainer. This is, I mean, you can call it a cheat because it's not. You can't walk into a store and buy one of these off a peg. Um, this was a big boy. This was expensive. I had to sell comp books and stuff like that to pay for it. But it's the Battle Cat from Mondo. Um, what is Mondo? Mondo is a company that really kind of specializes in limited edition vinyl records and posters, but they also make some toys too. And um, their toys are all. Um, 12 inch so you know they have like a giant 12 inch he-man super detailed well they made a battle cat that scales with a 12 inch he-man he's fucking huge he's like two and a half feet long or some shit like that maybe even three feet long he's fucking massive but um he comes with extra heads and extra armor and it's possibly the most gorgeous piece of plastic i've ever bought in my life so i'm sure the guy get a chuckle out of that because i it's 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 a giant cat but the thing is fucking it's it's the best so Okay, so that was a uh, classic Zartan, uh, DC uh, Vampires, Green Lantern, and Battle Cat are the top three figures of 2023, in my opinion. Okay, everybody, thanks for stopping in and um, listen to me uh, rant and rave by myself. It was either this or just, you know, yell at the clouds. So I figured I might as well record it, right? Um, we will be back soon with a full blown fan man. Um, we're also going to do some. We have a some buddies coming on to talk about some stuff like comic books and art and things like that. But, um, we are getting together for, um, the holidays and we're going to try to do a Christmas episode, um, then, and we'll get that out too. So again, everyone, thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like, and subscribe and do all that. Like, you know, all that stuff. We're on the Instagram and we're on the Twitter. Anywhere you can throw us a little fake internet point. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you everyone. And have a good night.